Hey, 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 Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Maniac Podcast, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. And this is the Ask Me Anything episode. Um, guys, before we do this, let's go ahead and get into the housekeeping, of course. Um, I've got the Michigan Maniac uh, logo promotion sticker thing. Guys, go ahead and leave a um, comment or a review on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, same thing, or the Michigan Maniac fan page on Facebook. Hit me up on the DM or send me a message through Facebook and let me know uh, your full name, your address, and which platform you put it on, and I'll go ahead and send you a free Maniac logo sticker. So let's get into this. Uh, a little good news before we get into this. Uh I got. I work for American Airlines, and we've had a crazy outbreak of COVID nineteen lately. And a lot of my fellow uh, rampers are catching it. Like it's like wildfire right now. I got a call that I had worked with somebody who maybe uh, potentially uh, exposed me to this. I had to go get tested yesterday. That's why this episode was not done yesterday because it. Took up a lot of time. You'd be surprised how much time it actually took to go get one of these tests. And, um, but got the results just a little bit ago, and I am negative. This boy is free to go, ready to live the world. So, good news. I'm happy about that. So, let's get into this episode. Now, a lot of questions this week, which cool with me. Uh, let's get going with number one question here from Peter. Why did Brady Hoke uh, go eleven and two his first year, then fall off the face of the map when five and seven his last? Well, <laughs> as weird as now, I am not a Rich Rod fan, believer, supporter, any of that. Right, not the guy to do that. Um, I think if you look back on it, Rich Rod actually could recruit. I guess. And he had steadily built up the squad I, to a certain extent. Uh, Brady Hoke was a much better recruiter, but um, he couldn't coach to save his life, right? So whatever Rich Rod, whatever talent Rich Rod had brought on, Brady Hoke uh, used, and then they they left to go to the NFL or just graduated out. And towards the end, he was bringing in high high class kids. He just couldn't coach. So that's why they steadily fell off. It wasn't that they had a lack of talent. Because as you saw, I mean, the 2016 team was mainly a lot of Brady Hoke recruits. I mean, Jabril, Prep Jabril Peppers was one of the, you know, star recruits that Brady Hoke had a big hand in bringing in. So um, I would say that Rich Rod brought in a good class and kind of uh, coached them up. And Brady Hoke rode the wave. Kind of like uh, what you would say um, Lloyd Carr did with Gary Mullins' guys. With Gary Mullins' guys, he uh, won a national title. You know, Gary Mullins brought all those kids in for the 97 team. Gary Mullins, uh, still my one of my favorite coaches of all time for Michigan football. Gets a bad rap. I mean... Who doesn't get drunk in the bar? He probably should have kept his mouth shut and didn't, should have made such a big thing about it. But, you know, hey, let's let's compare that to anything that Urban Meyer's ever done. That's uh, uh, kids play. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, no, Brady Hope, uh, Freddie Flintstone of college football, uh, 
great recruiter. Well, I wouldn't say great, but pretty good recruiter. Awful coach. That's why he went five and seven. Rode whatever coattails Rich Rod had brought in, you know, and then just rode it right into the fucking ground. So that's what Brady Hoke did. Um, why do you hate? Oh, who do you hate the most? Ohio State or Michigan State? And are cons- Oh, and are you concerned about the Washington game? Well, who do I hate the most? Who I hate them both, but. Um, you know, I will go by, fuck, man, that's a good one. I hate them. I hate them both. But you know what it is? At least Ohio State fans, I'll do it by fan base because the team, I just, I hate Michigan State. I just, I really, I hate them in fan base and in team. Their coach was a fucking douchebag. Uh, fucking, um, their fan base is garbage. 100% garbage. They don't know the history. They've got they they got brainwashed into thinking that just because D'Antonio came at the right time when we had Rich Rod and Freddie Flintstone that somehow they had that they'd always belonged there. At least Ohio State, the team and the fan base have had decades upon decades of success. Even when we were beating them, they were still going 11 and 2. Uh, national title champions, Big Ten title champions. They still had a lot to base their their arrogance or their success on. Uh, and when you hate Ohio State, it's like you're hating yourself. It's like the Civil War because we're basically the same people, right? Like some of my good friends and that I like and I really appreciate are Ohio State fans. That's the only time that I that we don't see eye to eye. But a lot of the time, some of my really good friends are Ohio State friends, are Ohio State fans. But Michigan State fans are garbage individuals for the most part. I know there's like one guy I do like who's a Michigan State guy, but for the most part, they're garbage. They don't know the history. They act as if they have always been a, a, a dominating university. Now, we're not talking about basketball. We're talking about football. These people are idiots. I can't stand them. I can't stand their fucking team. I can't stand their coaches. I mean, go back and look at the fucking history. They suck. They've always sucked. And if it wasn't for the fact that we did one of the worst hiring jobs back-to-back they wouldn't fucking exist. They'd still be that garbage piece of shit team from fucking East Lansing. They'll always be that. And then now that Harbaugh's back, they've fallen back to where they belong, being a piece of shit fucking school that no one likes. No one likes them. If you if you ever tell me you're a Michigan, Michigan State fan, I think you're a lunatic. I think you've been abused. Because there's no reason why, especially if you didn't go to the school. If you didn't go to the school and you're a Michigan State fan, you might be a lunatic. You might be crazy in the head. Something's going on because out of all the teams, all the teams in college football, you choose Michigan State? Why? What? Just why? There is no good reason to ever be a Michigan State fan. At least I can understand being an Ohio State fan. At least I can understand that. I may not like it. I might. I may not appreciate it. I may think that they're dirty and double-crossing and a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, uh, pay off everybody. Sure, I, I can believe all that stuff. But at least they're winners. 
Michigan State. Ugh, that's like saying you're a fan of the homeless. Get the fuck out of here. Now, I don't hate the homeless, but fuck, I'm not a big fan of the homeless. I'm not going around slapping high fives with these homeless dudes as they fight each other thinking, oh, wow, I picked the right team. You got to be crazy to be a Michigan State fan. All right. <laughs> Washington game, I don't know what to think about that. The only thing that really worries me about the Washington, the Washington game is that we have a hard time traveling. And you've seen it over the last couple of years. We do not do well. Uh, first of all, we don't do well in first games of the year, especially in Harbaugh. Harbaugh's era, we don't do great. Now, 2016 was different. That was a fantastic year. But every other year, we struggle. Like We lost in 2015 to Utah. We, in 2017... Um, I can't even remember who we played in the fucking first game. We won, but it wasn't like we were killing them. And then, uh, freaking this year, 2000, well, 2018, we didn't, we didn't blow the doors off of anybody. And then also, and this year, we didn't look great against East Tennessee State or Tennessee, whatever, Middle Tennessee State, whatever. Um, yeah, we just don't do great in first games. And then we got to go over to the West Coast where we traditionally don't do great. Um, I don't know. I don't think they have a very good team. They lost their their NFL style quarterback. They lost their coach. Uh, so they're kind of in disarray at this point in time. COVID nineteen kind of puts a fucking real damper on what they could do to get things moving. So I still think we're going to win. I don't think it's going to be a pretty game. I think it's going to probably be an ugly game. Uh, but I do think we'll probably pull that one out in like a 20 to 17 win, even 17, 14, 17, 10, that kind of ugly ass game. I can see that happening, but I'm not overly worried, but I'm not, you know, I'm not thrilled about it. Um, now also Pete asks, uh, let's see, what college did you attend and are college girls easy to pick up? Uh, well, I went to the university of Colorado. Uh, I was a CU buff. Well, Colorado in Denver, same thing, whatever. Uh, I guess it's really not. I, I'll be honest. I wasn't a school guy. I really wasn't. I, I enjoyed, uh, college and the fact that I won't went there for two years and I picked up on a ton of women. Uh, my major at the time was psychology, which I love. I love people watching. I want in a previous life. I had wanted to be a profiler. I really did. I had the scores. I had, all the stuff I excelled in uh, psychology. It was my best, my best subject, but uh, just didn't work out. Um, but uh, college girls are easy to pick up, but I didn't learn that until actually I was out of school and I had moved to Arizona. I was single at the time when I was living in Arizona for the second time. And uh, I had a buddy of mine, uh, who's going to ASU at the time. I was living in Arizona, went to Arizona state. Now I would on days that I was off from work, I'd get bored and I would go with him to class. Like I would just wander around the campus. Cause if you haven't been to ASU, uh, it's almost heaven on earth. I mean, if you're looking for women or whatever, it's they, it's as close to LA or California type quality women that you'll ever find. And all I would do is just go hang out in the library, walk around and be like, hey, do you know what aisle uh, Psychology 101 is or where I can find the books or and just strike up a conversation there? Most of the women I ever met were in the cafeteria. And I mean, they're not smart 
in Arizona State. Now, I'm not saying all women. Women are vastly smarter than men, I think, in some areas. But Arizona State, if anybody wants to know why Joshua Christopher or Christopher Joshua, whatever that kid's name is, that left us to go to to ASU, uh, decommitted, or not decommitted, just actually announced ASU basketball over Michigan basketball, if you only plan on going to college for one year, you should go to ASU. Because you can major in lunch, and they don't care. They have a great business school, but outside of that, it's it's a ridiculous school to go to. It's the easiest thing in the world to, to graduate from. I mean, I know my buddy, uh, Crazy Smart, uh, ended up getting into USC Medical, all that kind of stuff. The kid was brilliant. Uh, but he would sleep through some of his classes because they're so easy. So if you're going to play basketball, you don't have to worry about playing school, as they say over there at Ohio State. Um, yeah, you want to go to ASU. So, yeah, a- ASU girls are fantastic. They're fun, and they they like to party. So, yes, they are easy in that way, I guess. Um, let's see, where are some of the other questions here? What is your favorite dessert? Uh, cheesecake. And I don't care in what form. The my number the one I really love is banana cheesecake. You can get it at the Cheesecake Factory, banana cream or just banana, whatever. It is. It's fantastic. I f- I fucking love it. So good. Uh, cheesecake is my deal. Um, every year for my birthday, my mom would take me to San Francisco for the day, and we'd go to uh, uh, Alcatraz. Alcatraz prison for the tour. If you haven't done it, do it. It's phenomenal. Great. I mean, one of the best views of the city of San Francisco is on that island. Uh, the tour is phenomenal. And then you go right over into Sausalito to this place called um, Horizons, I think it was called, or Scomas. That's what it is, Scomas. Uh, they have, it's amazing. They have the best poor man soup, I think it's called. Uh, seafood. If you love seafood, that's the great place. Actually, to be quite honest, I met Jalen Rose there one year. Uh, my mom and I and my son went to San Francisco and we went to Scomas over in Sausalito, which is a beautiful drive if you don't do it. I mean, if you could afford to live in Sausalito, you should because it's phenomenal. It's one of the best looking city, uh, little towns I've ever been in. Um, anyways, we're in there and we're sitting there, we've ordered our food and everything, and this woman comes walking into the dining area, and she looks like she dates athletes. And you know that woman look. You know that, that woman's look. You know, just beautiful, well-dressed, pimped, you know, just, just primped out, looking good, just high class, right? And incomes following her is one of the biggest men I've seen. And don't kid yourself, Jalen Rose is thin, but the dude is big. I mean, he's way bigger than I thought. And I had to control myself from geeking out too much. Because next to Glenn Rice, um, Jalen Rose is my second favorite bas- uh, Michigan basketball player maybe of all time. I love the way he played ball. I did. Loved it. Uh, I thought he was the heart. You could say Jawan Howard was probably the heart and soul of the, of the Fab Five, which uh, you can't really argue. That's fine. But for me, I think... Uh, Jalen was the the like 
the heart, like just like the the aggression, the ego, the the machismo of them. You know, like he got them all hyped up while while Jawan kept them pushing and f- try to stay focused. You know, but so when she finally went out to go to the bathroom, I got up from the table. I know I didn't want to do it, but I had to. I went over and I said, "Hey, listen, I don't want to bug you, but you were one of my favorite basketball players next to Glenn Rice. Fantastic, you're awesome, and thank you, Go Blue." And I sat back down, and my son looks at me, and goes, "Oh." Glenn Rice, oh, you're my favorite. Oh, Jalen Rose, and I wanted to punch him in the head, but you know, God bless him. He's my kid. He loves the bus ball, so it was fantastic. But uh, Scomas and Horizons, both of them, right on the bay of of Sausalito. Fantastic food. Uh, go there, have the cheesecake. It's the best. So either one of them have great desserts, but cheesecake is my favorite. Um, now let's see here. Up. What is your favorite? Oh, okay, what is what's it like to live in Arizona? It's hot. It's hot as fuck. It's great. I actually don't mind living in Arizona. Once you get past the heat, uh, you've got about seven to eight months of fantastic weather. Some, like I said, some of the most beautiful women you've ever seen in your life live here in Arizona. Um, you've got spring. You've got spring break is out here. So if you're younger, great for that. You're four hours from Mexico. You're four hours from Vegas. You're about six hours from L.A. Uh, you have uh, spring training baseball. Uh, you've got all four major sports. Uh, it's really just a fantastic time. It's it's fast becoming one of the more expensive places to live, only because, of course, L.A. and California people are fucking it up for all of us. But uh, still, I love it here. Um I will move, however. I don't mind moving because my son's gone. My my son, as most of you know, is in the Navy, uh, kicking ass, obviously, taking names. He's just a phenomenal kid and sailor, the whole deal. He's going to be an American hero. But, um, yeah, I, I have no real ties here because most of my family doesn't. Well, actually, none of my family lives here now. But uh, it's great. I, I've really enjoyed living here in Arizona. Um, which is your favorite EA NCAA football game of all time? And that's the the more recent one, 2014. Um, it, it seemed a little bit more um, like fluid in the way the game is played. So 2014 is my favorite. I can't wait. 2020, 2021, whatever it is when they make it, because you know it's going to happen now that uh, they're going to get paid for their likeness. So I can't wait for that. That'll probably be my favorite one. Uh, what round do you think DPJ will get drafted in? Um, that's, t- I don't know, man. I- I'm going to say third round. I, cause he is an absolute athletic freak. So it wouldn't shock me if teams, and I, I guess I should have looked this one up cause I, I, it crossed my mind what teams are in need of wide receiver help in the NFL. And there are some. But I just don't know where and I, I should have done a better job of looking it up. Um, but I'm going to say uh, late second, maybe early third round would go would go for good for him. I think if he would have had a great senior year, you could have seen a low first, top second round guy because he's got all the he's got all the all the tools you need, right? He's got the speed. He has the hand. Well, <laughs> it depends because Michigan fans, you saw him drop a lot of easy balls, but I want you to say he has the hands. He's a little slow out of his routes, but he's got the athletic. I mean, he can jump out of the building. 
You know what I mean? He's got vertical like crazy. Um, and he's smart. You know, that's big. You know, that means he can vibe with the quarterback. If he's got a good quarterback, they can figure each other out. I think he could be a great asset. And I, I'm going to say third round. Um, but thank you, Peter, for all those questions. I really appreciate that. Um, also, let's see here. Sean, <laughs> Sean, uh, is, is time real or is it an illusion? Well, I would say time is whatever it is whenever you're sober or high. I don't know. When I'm high, I think it's all an illusion. I think I'm in a fucking simulation, so it could all be made up. Uh, but when it's five minutes before I wake up, before my 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 alarm goes off for work and I'm already hung over from the night before, then it's way too fucking real. So I guess we'll just go with that, huh? But I always love Sean's questions whenever he decides to send one in. Okay, Brad. And this is, I'm glad Brad asked this question. Um, there's a ton of talk of JT Daniels having interest in coming to Michigan. Um, Sam Woods reports that you know, him in Michigan, blah, blah, blah. Do you think it would be a good idea if he came to Michigan? No, I don't. Now, I've listened to a few podcasts because I wanted to maybe see if there was a differing opinion to this, right? Um, I get that every quarterback well, a lot of quarterbacks now that have won national titles or have been in the mix for national title, Oklahoma, um, LSU, uh, even Ohio State, all these teams have had transferred quarterbacks in. Uh, for me, I don't think it would be good for Michigan. One, I think he comes in, JT, and he wants to play immediately. I think that's an absolute Shea Patterson, Shea Patterson fuck type deal. I don't know uh, if I really like JT Daniels that much. He's more of a pro style. I guess he's a little bit mobile. Who knows what he could really do because, oh, I mean, let's face it, he's a five-star, so he's good. But behind that Tim Drevno offensive line at USC, he got fucking beat the hell up. So you really don't know what he can do. And I don't want to risk another I don't know what he can do. You know, like, I guess no one really knew what Joe Burrow could do either, but that's a huge, that's a huge gamble for Michigan because Shea Patterson wasn't, in my opinion, a bust. He did nothing what we thought he was going to do. I mean, he, granted, he had a different offensive coordinator the whole time, but when it counted, he never showed up. He just didn't in his last year and probably in his most important year. And we have a kid like Joe Milton and Dylan McCaffrey right right where we want them, right where they're coming up and creating their own their own confidence about who they want to be and all that. And I think JT to come to, to to Michigan would want a guarantee to start. And I think if that happened and Harbaugh went with that, one, we don't know what JT's going to do. Two, you can automatically assume Milton or Dylan, and I would say Dylan would be the first one to transfer. I've already predicted that Dylan's going to transfer. That's my opinion. I think that's what's going to happen, especially now that True Wilson is has signed on to North uh, University of Northern Colorado with uh, Dylan's dad. I think if things don't go the way that Dylan wants them in this quarterback battle between him and Joe Milton, I can see Dylan transferring. But I can almost guarantee you it's it's a lock if if JT comes in and gets that guarantee start. Also. What does that say to J.J. McCarthy? You know what I mean? Like, what does that say about any incoming quarterback 
it's a, to Michigan's like Harbaugh is more willing to grab a transfer guy over you. So why would you even want to go to Michigan right off the bat? You, you might as well just go to whatever school. And then if Michigan, and if you don't really get what you want at whatever secondary school you like, then you go to Michigan because Harbaugh will take you. I mean, I'm sure my, my, you know, you can poke holes through my reasoning, but I just think you want to, you want to put faith in those kids who put in the time at Michigan. And I don't think we have losers. I mean, yeah, if, if I didn't have faith in Joe Milton or Dylan McCaffrey, sure. Let's get JT Daniels and give him a fucking shot, right? Even Cade McNamara. Well, let's give, let's give anybody else a shot if we didn't have faith in the guys that we've recruited. But it's not like we're recruiting schlubs. I actually think we have some real fucking talent here and I'd like to fucking finally see it. That's what I mean. Maybe it's just it's selfish on my end, but I would like to fucking see what Joe Milton or Dylan McCaffrey can fucking do instead of just sit the pine while some other transfer comes in here and shits right on the fucking field. I don't know what JT JT Daniels is going to do. Maybe he comes in. He's Joe Burrow. I just after the Shea Patterson experiment, I don't want to know. I don't want to find out. I just want to let's roll the dice with the dudes we have. So that's where I stand on that. Um. Let's see here. Oh, what are your dark horse players of the year or the players that will make an impact outside of the obvious? Um, Well, okay. I don't know if it's – I don't know if they're going to be dark horse players like where you're like shocked at their their thing. But I really do think – and I know there's a a podcast that really pumps this dude up every year. Uh, but I, the little that I did see of Luigi Villain, I think he might do something this year, to be quite honest with you. Um, go back and look at some of the tape he had over last season. I know there's not a lot of plays, and he didn't make a lot of plays. But you can see uh, the athletic ability in that kid. I mean, just watch some of the stuff he is. He, I think he might do something. And I make fun of this guy a lot, okay? But the second guy, I think that might end up doing something. Might do something. Uh, or will be interesting to see how he does, is Ben Van Sumeren. I make fun of him because he was an awful running back. Awful. Couldn't hold on to the ball. Couldn't figure out how to block. Couldn't figure out how to do anything else. Awful running back. But the kid is uh, an Adonis. Like This kid is sculpted muscle. He looks like he's been carved out of fucking, you know, chiseled out of stone. And all he has to do is play linebacker. I think that's more of a... He's so athletic, I think he can grasp that part of it faster than he could be a tight end or a running back. So I'm very excited to see what this kid can do. So maybe he can get out of the concession stand and I don't have to always uh, flinch when I see him run onto the field. Um, I think, however, that this freshman coming in, Roman w- Roman Wilson, he that kid could be something. I've watched this kid's... Uh, this his tape and it's the kids crazy fast i mean crazy fast oh also mike saner still don't be shocked if he does some crazy shit this year i think there's going to be a lot of focus obviously on on the on our two big ones uh in uh nico collins and ronnie bell but uh, Giles Jackson's going to be doing some stuff who knows where he's really going to land but i really do think that saner still it could shock some people. That'll be my my thing there. And also, I guess no one's really talking about this kid, but I think Chris Hinton is going to have a Mohurst type season. 
in my opinion. I think he's about the same size. He might even be a little bit bigger than Mohurst. Um, I I think he is. I think he's ready. I think he's. I I think he's gonna have a great year. That that is my guess. So I gave you a few. Um, I don't know if they're real dark horses, um, and I don't know what kind of impact they'll make. But I'm trying to think outside the box here on who, what, and where these guys are going to make an impact. Because I mean, there's I mean, there's so many. You never know what they rotate so much on the defensive end. I mean, uh, Welshoff, Ajabo. I mean, there's a lot of guys that could probably do it. But I wanted to give you something maybe you maybe even heard before. Uh, Baird, of course, everybody thinks he's going to have a great season. Um, I think breakout or, you know, somebody who's got to make up for lost time. And I think it's definitely Josh Ross. So that is all the time I have for this week. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this version of Ask Me Anything. Like I say, this is one of my favorite shows because I do appreciate all the questions when I get them. And I mean, like I said, I don't care what it is, personal, football, basketball, whatever it is, I will answer it. I'll do the best I can to give you the best answer I have. So guys, thank you so much once again. And to all the guys who continue to send me questions, I appreciate it every time I get them. Uh, Like I say, guys, it is great. It is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And always and forever, guys, go blue.